question from Min. How can someone be happy and disgusted at the same time? Yes, emotions can be combined in different variations. You can feel different emotions at the same time. And yes, you can feel happy and disgusted at the same time. Actually, for example, um, <laughs> I don't know if this is a good answer, but just somebody falling into a cake, you know, could be disgusting, but funny at the same time. So there you have disgust and happiness. Then um, M asked the questions, why is video number one happiness? Should be the mouth be seen at the same time with the eyes in order to be real happiness? And we're speaking here about a very slight happy feeling. And it, it doesn't mean that the orbicularis oculi muscle around the eye has to contract, which is the case with real happiness. Here is just a very faint, small micro expression of slight happiness. And it still belongs to the family of happiness. Dennis, um, how long does it take to automatically identify microexpressions in real life at an expert level, by which I mean you'd spot even tiny ones, like some of the hard ones on the video? Do you, with your expertise, sometimes miss microexpressions in real life when you consume in replay or play in slow motion? So Dennis, it takes quite some training to get good at this, but this is actually why we created the program Microexpression Training Videos. When you score above 80%, which usually takes about two hours of training, you're really good at it. And people who score every single time, 90 or 95% on Microexpression Training Videos, well, they're really good at this in real life as well. Now, in real life, you cannot replay. That's true. But when you train a lot, you start to develop like kind of a whispering angel on your shoulder that whispers information about the emotions that you see. Let's take the example of driving a car. In the beginning, the first time that you start driving a car, you remember you had to focus on the signs at, on the side of the road. You had to look at them and at the same time you had to change the gears, um, back mirror and so on. It was difficult to combine all these skills at the same time. Now today, probably driving a car, if you're above 18 listening to this, then it goes really smoothly. And you don't need to focus or watch the signs and turn your head to see the signs at the side of the road. Your eyes just see them automatically. Well, the same thing will happen with body language and microexpressions. It will just become like road signs. And you'll see them in your perception field, just automatically. And this angel on your shoulder will whisper the information into your ear, what you have seen. Now, it's true, I miss sometimes microexpressions still myself, because sometimes you're not attentive enough, you don't focus enough, you look somewhere else. Yes, yeah, so you can miss 5 or 10% in real life, but that's still no problem because you can use the Q4 technique, which allows you to have the person stimulating them, to stimulate the person to repeat those microexpressions. And that's something that we teach in our courses. So even if you miss them, there are different ways that you can kind of ask the person to replay it without them even noticing it. 
Fernando asks, aren't the movements so slight to be conclusive? I think some of the times it could be facial control or anything else. Fernando, with all these videos that you have seen here, we have checked them also with the person and asked them what they were feeling. And we were checking also how they were stimulated. So we know pretty sure it's the right answer. Omar. When we see micro-expressions, for example, having disgust in the same time, which one should we choose as an answer? Well, both. It's both happy and disgust. Dennis, how do you know if someone's not making an expression around the eyes, only the mouth, is showing contempt uh, one side up more than the other, or they just have a natural crooked smile? So, yes, you have to look at the baseline. If somebody has had an operation in their face or broken their nose uh, or um, yeah, just some, some things that, that have deformed the muscle movements on their face, yes, they might have as a baseline a contempt smile. So you have to look what is the neutral smile for them. So, so that's that. Then, um, Fernando, video three, after sadness, I see fear on the brows, they are raised and pulled together. That's correct, Fernando, but in this case, that's sadness. The inner corners of the eyebrows, that the raising of the eyebrows, at least the inner corners that you see there, that's sadness. That's video three. Um, all right. Dennis, again, in your courses, one can learn also what different combinations of emotions may mean in different social settings, what they indicate. Yes, that's what you learn in our courses. We go in depth, what to do, how to respond, what to say, and so on. Just go to bodylanguagecode.com and there you will find our courses that go in depth into that. Same answer for Yvonne. If I see the movements on the face, how do I react? Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's not so simple to say in one sentence. And on this short answer, um, you need to follow some training, how to respond. It's all depending on the context, what to say and, and what to do to be able to get to the goal. And that's why we developed different methods in what kind of situations, how to respond and what to react. And this you can learn, I think it's in practitioner session number seven that we teach that. Then, um, Tongi, are micro-expressions subconscious? Yes, most of the time they are subconscious. And, well, I'll say this, you can't control them. And especially if you're an expert in stimulating them, the other person is just naked for you. Alright, then Dominic, my favorite series lied to me and that's what I really want to know. Um, and your big question, Dominic, is how can I practice it in real life? And you ask a few questions about poker plays. Yes, thank you very much. So how to practice it in real life? Well, that's, um, that's what we do during our courses also. We go out into the streets and we exercise with totally unknown people. If you'd like to, to have a look how that works, just go to centerforbodylanguage.com and one of the blog posts that you see 
on our website on the home page i'm pulling it up on the screen as we speak here analysis of body language exercises in the streets that's how we exercise with people and how you can exercise yourself because under that video you have another video on centerforbodylanguage.com named video of body language exercise in the streets and there you have some tips and ideas what you can do to practice it in real life so go for that and your poker play will become also a lot better. Sigh, can you talk more about contempt and appears in combination with other emotions in these videos? Can you elaborate on positive and negative contempt? Yes, contempt roughly and simply defined is like a feeling of superiority. I feel better than you. So that, that's a comparison between the personality. Also, Contempt or the family of contempt as we use it in our courses can also be positive because if you feel, I'll give you an example. During the prediction of the presidential elections candidates in 2012, we had a person watching the videos of Obama and Romney and that person was showing contempt when looking at the video of Romney. Now, you would think that if that person shows contempt while watching Romney on the video, it means that that person actually doesn't like Romney. They're not going to vote for him. Well, actually, in this case, the opposite was true. That person was just going to vote for Romney. Why? Because Romney gave that person the feeling of being proud, of feeling really superior to others, being proud of himself. So it's also kind of feeling of superiority, but being proud is kind of positive, right? So that's why it's, uh, it's, it's, it's complex to interpret um, contempt and you need some exercise. Another question, uh, video eight, would you have spotted the surprise 100% of the time without the replay in video eight? Um, it's, it's really tough, especially that also the eyebrows go upwards, well, at least the inner corners go upwards in sadness and you can see sadness there in video eight. Now, that's, uh, and that is also, I think, later a question of Fernando again. Uh, I think only the inner corners move up. So yes, it correlates with uh, the, the, the su su sadness that you see in video eight. But actually, the, the person watching the video and, and, or, uh, or the stimulation that they have at that moment they they felt surprise and you can see that because actually not only the inner corner the, the, the straight eyebrow goes up very very slightly it's very very small and then especially very confusing because uh, the way the eyebrows go upward in surprise and in uh, sadness are very very similar so watch the video again it's very subtle and um yeah, I, I wouldn't get it myself 100% of the time. But in 90, 95% of the cases, this little thing without replay in real life, yes. And that requires training. So especially if, you know, I'm, I'm saying 5 or 10%, I won't get it because I'm looking somewhere else or I'm, I'm just not 100% focused or ready to, to analyze that. So sometimes that happens, you know, you're, you're in a, it's, I'm assuming in a long conversation of an hour, you can miss some things, right? 
But there are some techniques to, to have that replay. And especially if you know when are the crucial moments you need to watch and you're attentive then, then you won't miss it. Peter, question, how easily can you read these emotions in real time? Does it take a long time after the train to be able to read them when talking with real people? Well, Peter, that really depends from person to person. Some persons actually during our courses are really, really good at it immediately because they they really good observers. They have some skills from other courses that they took with them and can apply it. And in some other cases, you know, it's, it's, it takes more time. I would say that you need to exercise at least four hours with micro-expression training videos and divide it over little moments of time over a month. So let's say like 10 minutes every two days. And also at the same time, exercise in your daily conversations. How? Well... Challenge yourself. Go to a bar with friends, observe people from a distance, and try to make out what, how they feel, what they're talking about, what their emotions are in the story that they're telling each other when you observe people from a distance. Then approach them and check whether you're right or not. Another exercise you can do is, instead of making just notes about the content in your business meetings, draw a line through the middle of your page. On the left side, make your usual notes. And on the right side, make only notes about the emotions and the facial expressions that you see, how the person feels. And that will force you to be very attentive and to learn and practice those skills in daily life. Um, next question. Where do you look on a face to see the micro expressions the best, the mouth missing, perhaps the eyes, the eyes missing the mouth, the nose all over the place? Well. What works for most people, from our experience, is to watch to, direction, to the direction of the nose in the middle of the face and then pull your eyes a little bit out of focus so that you're actually observing nothing and everything at the same time. It, try it out so, so that you, you focus to the middle of the face and then you pull your out, eyes a little bit out of focus that Actually, you see a little bit of everything around the middle of the face. And that allows us to focus on those micro-movements when they appear or just have our subconscious pick up on them. So it gives you a little bit less a feeling of control and focus, but actually you're more focused. So yeah, practice this skill and then you'll see what, what, I, uh, what I have in mind. Just try it with friends or something. Uh, did you, uh, how did you create the sample videos? Well, that's something that we do during our courses. If you attend one of our courses, we can record some of you and you'll see you'll experience. It's a very detailed process and it's not easy to do. Now, um, next question. I won't be able to answer all of them because they're over a hundred now, uh, but I'll try most of them. Um, Jim, I answered a question about content positive emotions already. All right. Um, micro expressions being effective in high stakes situations. Yes, they're uh, useful for lie detection, um, but they're, it's not like one sign means that somebody lies. That just a myth doesn't exist. You have to always explain them and check them in context. All right. Uh, 
positive and negative contempt of Hillary. I already explained that. Uh, Diana, why disgust and contempt are often displayed together or the second following the first one? Well, it's the case in these videos. It could be completely separate, but it's just accidentally the case in these videos. And at the same time also, well, they're very close to each other, right? When you're disgusted, you feel superior to something or somebody. When you don't like somebody, when you feel superior, you don't like it. Disgust, right? So, so they're very close to each other. So often that combination is a very easy one that happens. All right. Then uh, in the picture number seven, isn't that fear? Let me see. Let me listen to that in just a moment and let me replay that video so I see which one that is and all right let me see for the next question in meantime uh omar why can't you see the other questions because all the questions are appearing on my screen <laughs> so so that's why uh, but you're listening to them right now okay uh floyd and Nice had questions about positive and negative contempt so that's answered in meantime so that's done. Let me see for next ones. Eleonora, sometimes I confuse happiness with contempt. What can I do? Well, just exercise more. <laughs> the difference is very simple. Contempt is on one side, more on the face. Happiness is both lip corners going upwards at the same time. So it's quite easy to, to see that difference. If you just look at the symmetry, is it symmetric? Yes, then it's happiness. Is it asymmetric, not symmetric? Then um, you, um, you see that uh, it's, it's contempt. So that's that. In meantime, uh, picture num video number seven, Lorenzo asks, isn't it fear? Um, so no, because... Um, let me just see the video number seven. I'm looking at it right now once again. No, it's not fear video number seven um, because Lorenzo, what you see happening is that the eyebrows and the forehead especially is not stressed. Fear is a stressed emotion. And in this case, that's not the case. And also the person confirmed that by, by reporting or, or at least the stimulation that happened here we know that it didn't entail fear. Um, all right, Ahmed asks, can anyone hide such expressions through training to be spotted by an expert? Well, Ahmed, in our courses, for example, we review uh, some videos of really known actors. And even Matt Damon, who's a really great actor, he can't hide micro expressions for a real expert. And you can see the actual proof of that in our training. So, no, the answer is no. Especially if you're an expert at stimulating people really well, then it gets really very hard. So it's not only the skill of reading that you learn. It's also very important to learn the skill of stimulating somebody strongly enough to show those micro-expressions. 
Then, next uh, question. Uh, Anna Rada. Those tiny micro expressions can also appear when a person is speaking. How do I interpret whether that expression is because of their accent or they really felt? Well, this is the difference between conversational signals and micro expressions. What I suggest, Anurada, is that in our courses we teach 26 variations of micro expressions. First, have a look if what you saw, that micro expression, the tiny expression, if that actually is linkable or similar to one of the 26 expressions that you see in our course. If yes, then it's likely that it's a micro expression. If not, that probably is just a conversational signal. So that is a good beginner strategy to do that. Roger, contempt considered positive. I already answered that. That's in the case when it's, um, when it's being proud. Eleonora, again, what is the best reaction to contempt? Well, it really depends which situation you're in. <laughs> That's a longer conversation depending on the, on the context. Dari, how to spot a fake expression? There are different ways. It could be, for example, asymmetric. Well, contempt is always asymmetric, but um, they tend to be more asymmetrical if they are fake. And also the timing is totally off. They disappear quicker, they, um, they are much stronger, they, they, uh, or they, they don't disappear quicker, they disappear slower, yes. So a really a fake expression actually is, is usually exaggerated or held longer on the face. That's why it's so difficult to fake them. You just see the difference. They're not micro-expressions anymore. They're more than half a second. All right, um, what's next question? What are the, Hillary, what are the benefits you feel have been able to read these micro expressions? How does it change the way you communicate? Well, it changes a lot because you just see the other persons, what they feel. And, you know, that's, that's amazing because you just read a person like an open book. You just know what they feel and that helps you to say the right things to get together to a partnership to the right goal or or having like an alarm sound in your head like wow i don't need to continue this conversation because this leads nowhere so you just know what to do instead of just guessing it takes the guesswork away you just know what to say what to do because you get the right information all right uh, Tanasis asks, can you spot a lie using micro-expressions? Yes, that's one of the purposes. But it's not that you just see one micro-expression and that means that it's a lie. It's much more complex than that. You have to always interpret in context. And this is what you'll understand when you have a look at the videos, the examples inside of micro-expressions training program because there we, we also teach how to respond, how to react and in which case it's a lie, and in which case it's not. And how do you even respond to it? Uh, great, perfect. Next question. Uh, the di real difference between fear, surprise, and sadness. What is that? Well, here is a quick difference in the eyebrows. So, 
sadness inner corners go upward surprise the whole eyebrows go upwards not stressed fear eyebrows go upward are slightly down down together or stressed stressed forehead that's the quick explanation for it all right um question here next one Alexander, is what they talk about in Light Me real? Um, well, it's based on science. Most of, of the first season is, is quite okay. It's possible, yes, but it's a bit exaggerated and, and, and mixed with a little bit of fiction, what you see in Light Me, because, you know, it's, it's entertainment. But yes, it's, most of it is possible in real life when you exercise really well. All right, um, what is the total price for all your available courses? Um, well, if you go to bodylanguagecode.com, you can see our master and master trainer program there. I'll pull it up for you on your screen so you can see it. Here is the website bodylanguagecode.com. That gives you access to a really a lot of uh, a really big part of our courses. But if you want really everything, everything, click here on top of the screen on budlanguagecode.com on overview of all courses. And you'll see that we'll, we have uh, about 20 online courses about different levels and topics. And um, if you go to everything we ever created, that's over 120 hours of online training. The f uh, price for that is around 3,000 euros. But that's really everything, everything. And that's really a lot. You'll be busy for a half year with that, probably. Great. Then, um, Alain asks, during negotiation, how to be efficient when combining techniques of your body language as well as micro-expressions while keeping track of the face, face and the body in the same time? Well, it's just a skill, just like driving a car. You get used to seeing those emotions and you'll get that angel on your shoulder talking to you and helping you to see the emotions accurately while staying focused on the negotiation. It gives you a lot more information. And yeah, just uh, exercise and you'll get there to be able to combine those skills at the same time. What are some techniques? Last question I'll answer today because I'm, I'm already answering questions for almost half an hour, I think. So, Thank you very much for all your questions, but the rest will keep for our courses. Here is the last one. Uh, what are some techniques to stimulate people to express stronger micro expressions? Well, here is a simple technique, Hillary. You can stimulate persons by surprising them with something that they are not prepared with or, or feel strong emotions about. So um, you can surprise them with saying something a little bit unexpected, a little bit crazy, a little bit exaggerated, uh, with a little bit of humor, a little bit funny. Uh, these kind of directions could be really useful. So, for example, do, during your negotiation, you can say something. So, um, yeah, for example, dear client, we can add have this option and this option and imagine that uh, 
<laughs> yeah, you get all the options for free, you know. And there you surprise your clients. So I'm not saying that what I'm saying as an example is just a simple example, depending on which negotiation you are in, strategically giving away everything for free is not the best option that we teach, but I'm just giving an example as a joke to stimulate clients by surprising them. And in this way, you stimulate some emotions. And this is a really powerful way to stimulate uh, poker faces and get them loosen up more so you can see more expressions later on. Great. Thank you very much, everybody, for being here today. If uh, you'd like to find out more, sign up for our course, bodylanguagecode.com. That's the website you can go to. We're having each year a really amazing group together in, uh, in Spain, in the south of Spain. Great sun, great food, great beaches. Everything is great and a great course. Sign up for the program on budlanguagecode.com. You can choose whether to come for a two-day course, that's the master, or the four-day master trainer if you want to train other people. The master is for yourself if you want to, want to apply it in your daily life and business. If you can't fly over, no problem. Just sign up and you'll get all the recordings of 2015 and 2016 so you can watch everything from the comfort of your home. Thank you very much for being here and looking forward to hearing you next time. All the best.